the victim card's not available to me. And I think part of that is just recognizing responsibility of if I don't do it, who's going to take care of my kids? And like, it is up to me. So I think that just like that driving force being like, I have to figure it out and there's not an option. Fear stops us from achieving our true greatness. Are you a professional woman who is feeling stuck, unmotivated, or burned out? Are you worried about your wellness? Are you letting fear stop you from crushing your goals? If you answered yes to any or all of these, then this is the podcast for you. Dr. Charmaine Gregory, night shift emergency physician, burnout thriver, and wellness champion, along with everyday heroes just like you, will explore how to face fear in our lives and emerge victoriously. Dr. Gregory here. Did you know that I'm on YouTube as well? You can find me at Charmaine Gregory, MD. See you there. There. Hello, 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 Fearless Freedom Tribe. It's Dr. G, and we are back for another episode of the Fearless Freedom with Dr. G podcast. This week, we have Stephen Lentz, and he is going to tell you all about what he is up to and who he is. Take it away, Stephen. Oh, thank you. Uh, well, yeah, I'm Stephen Lentz. I was a firefighter for over 10 years. And now I do digital marketing where I help my clients get on the front page of the Googler. So I call it Googler because I think it's funny, not because that's what it's actually called. But it's like dad jokes, right? I tell them because I laugh, not because my kids think they're funny. It's, it's unfortunate, but it's, <laughs> it's just kind of how it is. That's what my husband says too when he tells his dad jokes. Yeah. <laughs> when, when, is a bad, when is a bad joke a dad joke? I don't know. When? When it becomes apparent. Oh, there we go. Yeah, got it. Comes a parent, becomes a parent. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's who I am. I do digital marketing and I have my own podcast where I talk with other uh, business owners just to help them get better content for their own brands and rep their products and services as well. So that's uh, the very basics. I'll let you kind of ask your questions and guide this where you want to to better serve your community. So we like to hear the backstory here on the show. So we want to know how did you go from being a firefighter to doing digital marketing? Yeah, absolutely. So kind of a a long background story, and I'll try to make it as short as possible. But when I got hired on over 10 years ago as a firefighter, it did not last very long. I worked like about five years to get that full-time job. And then within a year and a half, the department ran out of money. And so me and the other guy who were at the very bottom got let go. And I got on with another fire department. And I was at them for about a year and a half. And then again, I was let go. I said, this is crazy. Like, who here is a firefighter is losing their jobs? Like, this is a pseudo government job with a pension and like, I should not have to worry about this. And so I got, I started becoming an entrepreneur and I did fix and flip real estate and I sold vacuums door to door and I sold life insurance over the phone and I did a host of different things and started businesses and saw them fail and realized that I needed to get good at marketing. And so then I really dug deep into marketing and took every course that I could, every class that I could take. I learned everything just voraciously and became good at that. And then the department called back and said, hey, uh, we have money again. Do you want to come back? <laughs> I was like, of course. That's how it goes. And yeah. I was like, I love, you know, picking grandma up off the floor and cutting people out of cars. Why wouldn't I come back? And so I did. And at this point, like my life and values have changed from being a young single guy to married with two kids. 
and I'm doing the research I'm like man firefighters don't live long after retirement like they're 50 with five types of cancer and they live for five to 10 years afterwards and they're like that's it I was like I my values have shifted like I want grandkids and great grandkids and I want to be around and have legacy and so I started being like hey I need to work myself out of this and get into digital marketing more and so I started doing that and then COVID came through I got COVID. Obviously, I survived, right? I'm talking to you. Uh, I mean, it, it kicked my butt for about a month. It was, I mean, it wasn't a walk in the park. It was, it was hard, but it wasn't bad. Like I was never in any real danger. I had, had to go to the hospital or anything like that. And I got better. And they're like, hey, uh, you know, I'm glad that you're going into the, all these COVID houses and, and all this stuff. Then you're fine and you're not spreading it. And like, that's all great, but now there's this vaccine out and you have to take it if you want to stay here. I was like, ah, I don't really think that's right. Like, I kind of um, live and let live in my body, my choice. And having natural immunity, I don't see why this is any more of a benefit for me to have this compared to all my coworkers who haven't had COVID, don't have any immunity. Like, I'm kind of exceeding the gold standard here. So... We didn't see eye to eye and they said, well, you have to have it or you have to leave. And I consider myself a principled asshole. And I said, well, <laughs> I guess I'm all done. And so uh, January 30th this, last, this year actually was my last day uh, in the fire service for a 10 year stint. And I fell it back into digital marketing. And again, like I was working my way towards leaving the fire service, but it's not how I wanted to go. Like I wasn't ready for that. And so it's just been a journey of building up my client base to where it's, you know, comfortable again for me and my family and where we're in a good spot with that. So that's the, uh, the long and short pseudo abridged version of why I'm doing digital marketing and not firefighting anymore. Okay. And then was there any fear involved in any of that? Like, were you afraid when, and how did you deal with that? Were you feeling, you know, a lot of people don't understand that when you go to start a business, like there's no guaranteed money. I, like what, deciding to not get the vaccine and stand up for my principles and walk away from a steady paycheck where I wake up in the morning and I go to work and I come home and I know that I'm getting money. Like it's very difficult. If I was me by myself, that wouldn't have been so hard, but me having two kids and a wife and being like, I need to make sure that they're taken care of. And like, I don't want to necessarily have to really drop our standard of living and like all these things that I want to try to de-stress for them and you know, keep everything sane is I think that was very tough. And there was definitely a lot of fear there of being like, you know, do I give up on these principles or do I see it through and not necessarily suffer the consequences, but like they're like the reality was not going to wait for me. And like either I have a job or I don't. And when you have more than just yourself to look out for, it's very scary. So how did you, how did you deal with that? Ah, uh, you know, like what got you through that? Sure. And I think part of it is, I mean, I think there's really only two ways that you look at life. And I know that that's kind of polarizing, if you will. But when I approach these trials and struggles and, you know, fear and stuff, and it happened before when I was let go, like, I didn't really see that coming. I was like, Hey, congratulations. You don't have a job. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> right. Wow. Like, yeah. It's um, kind of a big blow. Right. You know, like two different times being like, Hey, sorry, we don't have money for you now. It's like, what am I going to do? You know, it's either I play the victim or I take responsibility and I do everything I can to make life better. And I don't really think that 
I have the option of just laying in bed and being like, well, I hope something good happens to me today. Like, I don't feel like there is that option for me. And that's really how I approach it is if I'm going to choose this, I need to take action. Like, I don't, I don't see, there's no, not necessarily like a plan B, like it's plan A. And if plan A doesn't work, then I need to do plan A harder because it's not like I'm going to be taken care of by the government or something's going to like, I don't have any trust in that establishment. And like, I can't just be like, yeah, sure. Welfare, like sign me up for what, like, that's not how I operate. And so for me, yes, it's scary, but I don't see an alternative to playing a, the victim card's not available to me. And I think part of that is just recognizing responsibility of if I don't do it, who's going to take care of my kids? And like, it is up to me. So I think that just like that driving force being like, I have to figure it out and there's not an option. And for me, that's how I've approached walking into and through the fear of the unknown and the possible lack and the struggle and the uncertainty is I have to keep stepping forward you know and obviously it looks different for everyone you know there are people that have like crippling depression and your success isn't that like you get up and you slay the dragon and you grab a job like maybe your success for the day is that you wake up and you took a shower right like that you got out of bed and that's applaudable like that's great you know and so like everyone needs different steps and it looks different to everyone but for myself personally is you know, with this big shift and action that had to be taken, my only option, how I approach it is that I take that big action. And I think partly because I'm in the mindset to be able to do that. I think that's important to recognize as well, because not everyone's ready to handle a certain physical, psychological or physical stressor. Like, it's just not in the cards for them. They're, they're out of bandwidth for that problem. You know, and I saw that a lot as a firefighter, like we would get called to people because they're either unable to take care of their problem, incapable of taking their problem, couldn't emotionally get around to fixing their problem or some variation of. Like a lot of it was that they're very easy, simple things to do to fix what they're doing, but they just couldn't do it themselves. And like hyperventilating, it's like, my hands are tingly and they're cramping up. Well, yeah, you're breathing too fast. Like, am I dying? No, like, <laughs> what if I pass out? I'm gonna pass out. Well, then you'll start breathing normally and you'll come back around like this is not a problem like you call it an emergency line because it's an emergency to you but it's not a big deal you just don't have the bandwidth and you're not capable of fixing this so I'm going to sit with you and help calm you down and you know we'll leave you with a paper bag to breathe into like everyone's struggle is different and I think recognizing it's okay to take small steps and to get better incrementally is okay too that's my spiel <laughs> that is good. Um, it is definitely, you know, each person's ability to recognize their fear, face their fear, and then overcome their fear. It's very varied. <laughs> yeah. And so mm -hmm. um, I do appreciate that you said that because, you know, um, there are a lot of people who, you know, even that first step, they know something's wrong, but they have no idea even how to put a finger on it to then take the next step, which is actually do something about it and actually solve the problem. So um, it is definitely a, a, um, uh, a good place to be in when you can recognize your fear and then actually take action on making sure that it does not 
cripple you because fear can do that. Fear can stop you in your tracks and fear can make you not want to do anything because you just don't see how you can do anything. And um, if you have mental illness, uh, whether it is, you know, to a small degree or to a large degree, that can also thwart your progress. So it is a blessing for sure to be in a position where you have none of these obstacles and you're able to dig deep and just like plow through. Because you said something, you said that, you know, plan A doesn't work. You understood that you just have to work plan A harder. And it sounds like a simple thing, but it is not because it's, not. It, 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 it's only, it's not, it, it's actually probably a smaller number of people than we think that can do that. So, you know what I mean? And, I mean, and the pandemic I've, showed that <laughs> it really showed that because it's, you know, it's like, we are fragile as human beings mm-hmm. and we don't typically, so you had the benefit before the pandemic of being an entrepreneur, right? And so you know, this, like being an entrepreneur, you have to constantly work on your personal development and your mindset. You just have to, because it's, it's very much driven by that. It is, it is very different to, um, to know that, you know, you're going to go to a job and you're going to get a paycheck every, you know, whatever the interval is that you get in the paycheck. It is very different to have to literally go out there and make it happen so that you have money coming in. That takes a mindset that the typical person who is on a salary job or is, you know, knows that there's going yeah. to be a paycheck at the end of the service provided Um, And so that's in and of itself, just being an entrepreneur and having those, um, those elements and that buildup of personal development, that is the thing that makes you even stronger when you are faced with something, you know, unexpectedly catastrophic, like a pandemic, right? Well, and And so people weren't ready. And most people weren't ready. Well, here's the thing with that too, is that when I first lost my job, both times, I wasn't ready for it. Like I wasn't an entrepreneur at the time, but it's the same thing of like, I either play the victim or I take action. Like, and you're right. Like I was lucky that I was in a headspace of being like, Hey, like I need to do this and just attack it. But I'm not saying like, I didn't have my days of being like, I just need to lay in bed today. Like my life sucks and I'm tired. Like I'm really tired. I don't know if it's going to work out and having like those, that depression and like, I'm not immune to it and definitely experienced it. And yes, being an entrepreneur helps now of being like, I have lived this for the last six years of, you know, like figuring this out and riding that wave. But when I first started, it was not easy. You know, and that like shifting from a salary job to like, I worked like selling life insurance over the phone and Kirby vacuums. Like those are not entrepreneurial no. jobs. No, they're not like, easy still, ones either. No, I'm, you know, I'm working for the man or the woman or whoever it is. Like I'm working for someone else and showing up for a paycheck and it's really been like all these other paycheck jobs really suck and it's not really improving my quality of life for me and my family. And I had to figure something out. So yes, being an entrepreneur, I think helps during the pandemic of being like, Hey, you know, struggle is not, you know, new to me. It's an old friend. And like disappointment is an old friend. Loss is an old friend. Like I've had these things, you know, the failure is an old friend stress right? Like it's not like it's a hard road and having experienced it, like, yes, the pandemic is tough and has its own problems, but ready or not, I don't think 
really is the qualifier so much as can you actually identify your problem and take steps towards it? Right? Being prepared for something is great if you know what to prepare for. But just like I was the very first time, I wasn't prepared to lose my job. Like I, I thought I had arrived. You know, I were like 1% of the people who applied to be firefighters got it. Like I beat out the 99%. It was amazing and incredible. And then all of a sudden I was back out there with all the rest of them again. And I was not prepared for that. Like, but it's, I think really goes down to your mentality of how can I make my life better? And again, it's incremental is fine, right? Going back to the person who's in depression, it's like, I'm going to have breakfast today downstairs at the kitchen table, or I'm going to take a shower. Or I'm going to, you know, something small. I'm going to get dressed today. I like, maybe that is a win. And it's building up these little wins and being like, I can, I can take a step outside the house now. Like I'm going to go you know look for something to like just these little tiny things and build up to that i'm starting to make successes in my life and i'm not a victim i think is where that really plays into because it doesn't have to be huge but i think making even the most incremental of changes and challenges is a big deal definitely hey it's dr g and i just wanted to take a quick moment to thank you for listening to this episode. I'm so honored to have you here with me. Did you know that I can help you to get your own podcast started? With my podcasting launch course for professionals, I walk you through everything you need to know about starting a podcast. I'm with you every step of the way from sign up to launching your show with five episodes ready to go. There's a done for you version that's also available. If you would just rather just do recordings and leave the behind the scenes work up to us, then that one is definitely for you. But either way, we've got your back here at Fearless Freedom with Dr. G. Oh, if you already have a show and you need production services, we have monthly plans available for you. So check out the links in the episode show notes for more information. Let's get back to the show. And so, you know, that is, uh, yeah, no, um, there is always going to be some element of like, just who you are mm -hmm. allow, allowing for you to be able to address adversity, you know? And so, um, yeah, so it's, it's good that you were in a place or you are a person that is not going to quit. I mean, you have, everybody has bad days. Absolutely. Everybody feels like they do want to quit because it is not easy, um, as you said, um, but it's a, it takes a special kind of, I don't want to say grit, maybe grit is the word. It takes some grit or it takes some determination. It takes something beyond, you know, what is available to the masses, I guess. And in order for you to not stop moving forward, even when you have those bumps in the road. I agree and I don't all at the same time. And I say I don't because I think that people are a lot stronger than we give ourselves credit for and we give other people credit for. Like, I don't look at myself being like, I'm a special case, like I'm strong. Like, I don't think that, you know? Like I see all these people who are, I think are just incredible human beings and so much stronger than I am. It's like, I just, 
happen to not give up. No, and I think but that does make you stronger than a lot of people because a I lot of people do give up a lot of people <laughs> you give know up, what I mean but but I think I think they could make it through I don't think like the only reason I didn't is because of how I approach my mindset but I don't think my mindset's any stronger than someone who has given up like I think everyone is super capable and very strong and yes like mental illness does play a part and like that can be crippling but i think the general public of like uh life sucks i'm just gonna like wait for it to get better i think they're just as strong it's just they haven't dug into themselves and discovered why they need to get up and not give up i think the plenty of people are just as strong if not stronger than i am even though they may have given up i don't know but you I, have to I think, turn on I think people switch. are strong Right. I, 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 I don't, I don't like, say they're not strong. I'm just saying it takes, I think they have them in it there. takes the strength for you to turn on the switch is what mm -hmm. I'm saying. Yes, everybody has the capacity, but it's tapping into that. And that is yep. the thing. That's the secret sauce. I don't I mean, how else? I don't want to say like that, but like that is the, that's the difference between the person that gives up and the person that does not give up. We all have the ability yeah. to do things. I mean, we're I mean, if we didn't have if we didn't have tenacity, we didn't have like resilience, we would not be alive as human beings, right? I mean, this is just mm -hmm. facts. But I'm just saying that it is that extra step that is a difference between the person that gives up and the person that overcomes adversity and has growth and has success ultimately. That's all. <laughs> I, I like how you said it. Like, I completely agree. I mean, like, I think everyone has the capacity or the major great majority has the capacity to do it. I think it's just finding the willingness and ability to flip that switch exactly so i don't i don't think i'm a special case i just think that i've i'm someone who has flipped the switch and i think the majority of people if they really wanted to could flip the switch right but it's the will right yeah absolutely <laughs> it's hard it's hard and i mean keeping it on is hard too right it's not like you flip one day and you're like cool I'm, yeah. I'm set it's like every day i wake up and i have to i have to flip it's a it. decision it's a decision yeah. constantly decisions right Nope. Definitely, definitely. So you have to let the audience know how um, they can get in contact with you, like what your socials are. Yeah, uh, I'm unfortunately not super active on socials. Um, I have a website, it's Ocelot Traffic. And from there, there's uh, places where people can book a call as far as uh, marketing stuff and should be able to send me an email. But it's Ocelot, O-C-E-L-O-T, then traffic, T-R-A-F-F-I-C.com. So Perfect. like the big little cat, Ocelot traffic. Oh, nice. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that's good because then that way they can um, reach out to you. And then we have a tradition at the, at the end of every episode and it's the fill in the blanks. Are you ready for the fill in the blanks? All right, let's do it. All right, cool. The first one is if I am fearless, I will. If I'm fearless, I will have confidence in myself. Okay. To me, fearless freedom means. Again, these are kind of similar, but fearless freedom means trusting myself to do it and stepping into that, taking action. Love it. Taking action. Such a pivotal move. And then last but not least, my battle cry is. Done is better than perfect. Mm, that is so much the truth, particularly with entrepreneurship. <laughs> OMG, I tell you. Fantastic. It was such a good conversation. 
Um, I definitely appreciate you taking time out. And I also appreciate you being flexible with the recording because the audience doesn't know this, but literally what happened is, you know, my crazy life, I literally like dropped the kids to school and I had to do an errand really quick and it ran over. And so I was tardy to our initial start time. So I appreciate you for being flexible and the tribe appreciates you as well, because you know, as a result, they got a chance to hear from you and get the amazing pearls that you dropped about your life and what's going on and how you dealt with adversity. So thank you so much. Not a problem. I appreciate that. Can I say one more thing really quick? Go ahead. You give yourself grace for everyone in the audience is listening. I like I've said it before, like taking action done is better and perfect and stuff, but be gentle to yourself. Like we are our own harshest critics and we're hard on ourselves, but you know, if you can be sweet to yourself, I think that's the ultimate key. Here's my little uh, oh, hey there. Yeah. Hi, right. <laughs> that's it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. Right. Oh, hey there, princess. How are you? Yeah, feeling shy. <laughs> All right. Coming to get me. Right. Gotta gotta head out. But be gentle to yourself, be sweet to yourself, give yourself grace and forgive it and take action because that is gonna be what moves you forward and actually makes a difference in your life. Absolutely. Wise words. Thank you so much. Thank you.